When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're spending this week talking connection. We got it started yesterday by having a conversation about the world of opportunity. Today, we're talking connection in the workplace. To segue yesterday's conversation about how perspective dictates mindset, doing the work of both consciously and subconsciously framing the world as an endless well of opportunity we open ourselves up to discover potential rather than limits. And I'm sure it's immediately clear how that affects our opportunities in work. What we're talking about today is the idea that who we are, our mindset, and our outlook has an impact on our ability to connect and thus to succeed. And of course it does. Optimism is directly associated with risk-taking. Negativity generally leads to self-doubt and catastrophizing. As a result, we stop ourselves long before we've had the opportunity to fail. We never try. Optimism, on the other hand, opens our mind to that potential success instead. Exactly, and that goes for everything, from introducing ourselves to that person at a mixer, to having a conversation with our boss about our role and pay at work. Optimism obviously doesn't guarantee our success, but it does help us feel comfortable with trying. Beyond that, we have to come to terms with the fact that people are people. It doesn't matter if we're at work, at home, or at a bar. People are more inclined to want to be around people with positive outlooks and amiable personalities. And when we work together, we're around each other a lot. We want to be able to like each other. We want to be able to connect, even if it's only in the work we're doing. We all know those coworkers who are total drains on our energy who make our days a nightmare just by being themselves. Those little black rain clouds that carry misery and excuses with them everywhere they go. It's no way to live, and it's nothing that we should be subjecting other people to either. Everyone has bad days, but outside of clinical depression, and arguably even then, surrendering to pessimism is a choice. And it's just as much a choice to change our perspective. Even when it comes to communicating boundaries in work, someone with a positive outlook and someone with a negative outlook will handle that conversation in two very different ways. One will play the victim and complain. One will approach it as a member of their workplace community and communicate the benefits of change. I think it's important to remember we evolved in tribes, communities, working to build and provide for one another. Everyone had tasks, everyone had responsibilities, whether it was hunting, foraging, raising children, treating illness. There's a narrative in our modern world that work is bad, that laziness is a capitalist fabrication. Of course, the face of the human experience has changed. For example, we no longer have to build our own homes or forage for our own food. Those services are provided for us. It's just that now money is our means of exchange rather than acts of service. Right. We have food on our table because of the farmer. 
We did not build the farmer's house. We do not help raise his children, but we do provide money so that those needs of his are fulfilled. We also pay to be part of an infrastructure. And if we really hate that, there are, of course, other options like communes. And even in communes, there will be obligations, roles that one must fulfill in order to receive what others provide and vice versa. Our final options would be to expect others to provide for us a la vagrancy or to provide entirely for ourselves, somehow finding free property in the wilderness and living off the land, which I promise you is the hardest work you'll come by. The bottom line is that work and the workplace community is an integral part of human life. Relaxation is actually a modern day luxury, the result of many people performing many tasks so that we don't have to. The role of responsibilities we agree to are our means of partaking in a very similar way we did when we were hunting and gathering. We are provided for and we are providing, both in our immediate workplace and wherever and however we're spending our earnings. Accountability and mutual reciprocity are the backbone. We don't have to forego relaxation or make work our primary focus in life to respect and to be respected for the work that we do or to value and to be valued for our role in society's cycle of reciprocity. It is, after all, one big community that we're engaging in, and nurturing the workplace by strengthening elements of community like structure, safety, purpose, and gratitude will help to galvanize pride in our role and will beget further connection. Remember, if you'd like to continue the conversation, feel free to reach out through Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks so much for joining us here on Grateful Grains. We'll be back again tomorrow for day three of our week discussing connection. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom FM app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings and ask questions to hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.